So Donald Glover dropped this, uh, and, and the crew dropped a new trailer for Atlanta on FX. Hilarious. Reminds me of the the like the fake commercials that they did for the previous season. Um, now they're in Europe and they're experiencing all some some like weird Euro- European shit. And so it's it's this um old it's a, this old school setting like the the music is like old school like seventies eighties vibe and it's a bunch of white people being like you know you know how white people be extra happy in in them damn commercials like look everything is delicious everything is wonderful credit score ain't never been below 700 you know since since the day i was born like (laughs) um dancing and shit and like it's 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 like a um it's like a show tunes version of outcasts so fresh so clean and and Earn and Paperboy and, and and the gang are just like they're the only black people in the room, and it's just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> um, yeah, my my husband is on the train. Um, yeah, Paperboy looking at some some woman, um, getting milk in her coffee, like being extra siced about it, and he's just like, okay. And at at the end, like they they all um they're all at this bakery, and the, the fuck the fucking chef, like they like they simultaneously pick up the plates, and then they see the chef like putting some whipped cream in his hair and shit, and they simultaneously put the plates back, <laughs> and at the end paper paper boy um you know like at at the end like they they get a celebrity to do the uh the through you know the the punch not the punchline the fucking that slogan. Yeah, the slogan. And yeah. he says in uh, d- another language, these products scare me. <laughs> Save my baby. Yeah. <laughs> so we, 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 we're, in, we're in for a treat. Um, it's been a while since, since I've been to Europe. Um, I've never been, like, on a trip. Like, it's always kind of, like, been through passing. Like, because going, going through Liberia, um, there, there's no, like, straight flight from the states there you gotta you gotta go through either brussels uh or paris um i stopped in a southern we i got the chance to stop in a southern place southern city in france because on on the way down um the plane was leaking fluid so they had to make an emergency stop and we got we got to spend the night in like this nice uh like French hotel, but they weren't expecting us. So we didn't get like the fine dining. They gave us, um, they gave us like some tilapia with some makeshift yellow sauce, but wasn't that flavorable. And then, in the, but in the morning they gave us all the chocolate croissants we could eat. I'm sorry. You just, you just skipped over the plane leaking fluid. Like that was just, Oh yeah, yeah girl. Yeah, girl. You know, just just another was, day. Yeah, girl. We was going to die. No. Yeah. yeah it, it, like, it, and, yeah. Any, like, a, a couple more, uh, a, a couple more um, liters of fluid, and that would have been it for your girl. It would have been no uh-uh. big brunch. See, I would have never gotten on another plane. I'm sorry, that sounds terrifying. I was like, because like I mean, I've been on planes since like I was on on a plane to like Jamaica when I was like like a, like ten, and you know, I just like I just kind of like got used to like you know planes being scary. Like I never like even like to this day like I like I, w- I was in Atlanta I I took a, pl- a trip to Atlanta last year even like playing League of Fluid like hey if the pilot ain't freaking out I mean I I ain't gonna I ain't gonna really do that shit it wouldn't like what wouldn't like wouldn't like like some um soul plane shit where like when it's like the pilot's dead 
you know, it, it, it's, it is what it is, you know, plain shit, real plain girl shit. I've only been flying planes for like f- four or five years, so um, I'm relatively new, and uh, that's not something that I would ever like to hear. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't, I never want to hear that. It was interesting. Like I, I like I, I wasn't alone. Like my my aunt was my aunt and my cousin was there. It was like like you know she she I think she overheard before me. She's like oh nigga said that's like, interesting. Oh, Ain't shit about that like, interesting. Oh, they play leaky fluid. Oh. Uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh. He said interesting. Did y'all hear that? Inter. Mm-mm. We have two different definitions of interesting. Topics get tasted. I am Lolo Von Z, aka the Liberian Aquarian. That's also water. AKA the Joel of Connoisseur, AKA the patron saint of crunchy rope passwords, AKA the jack of all trades who jacks off all trade, AKA Boomcat Kakarot, because win or lose, there's always another Dragon Ball, AKA Lola Rambo, no Monica, AKA Black Dynamite, don't you interrupt my Kung Fu. A.K.A. The Watcher. Hey, Big Head. A.K.A. Fastest's Meat Sleeve. Ooh, so tight. A.K.A. Your First Choice for a Verse Voice. And now, it's time to introduce the hostess with the mostest, my work husband till copyright infringement do us part, Mr. Dre. What's the category, Dre Tell? <laughs> oh, God. Hey, y'all. The category is Fine Nigga. Here I am. I'm happy to Ooh. be here. Um, I don't know what the hell is going on with my voice. <laughs> Across the board. Um, I don't know what's going on with my voice. I sound like scissor. Um, but uh <laughs> Y'all give that song way too much. Like <laughs> that fucking Casio keyboard ass beat, girl. Um, but I'm happy to be here, you know. Uh, it's probably because I was, like, in a cold room yesterday. Who knows? But I'm okay. Feeling good. Feeling right. And uh, let's get this shit. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah, get this uh, shit. Oh, uh, speaking of Pretel, um, shout out to MJ Rodriguez for being the first trans woman, period, to win a Golden Globes Award. I think she, I think she was the first trans person. Person. Right? Excuse Person. Trans person. Excuse Definitely me. Definitely trans woman, but, like, trans person overall, child. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, I know that's right. I know that's right. Ain't mm. she black? Ain't she Afro Latina? Like, let's Hello. go. Like, let's fucking go. You know, delightful. You know, she truly was the heart of Pose. Like, really? Like, there, you're, there, you, like, you, like, every episode, you just kept you kept coming back to see what Mother Blanca had in store for her Ugh. kids. The you know. House of Evangelista, legendary. Evangel! Lista! Lista! All right. We got a dope brunch for y'all today. Uh, we have a spicy pork sausage Benedict with home fries. And we are washing it down with a lovely guava mimosa. Um, I remember in, in college, um, yeah, it, like the, I saw the way that they like would like put sausage on a sandwich and like, like sausage links. And I was like, 
I I'd always want to try like put sausage links on the sandwich, but whenever I tried, like the fucking sausage would fucking like fly out of the bun or some shit. You know, the story of my life, honestly. Um, but then I saw like I was watch like I I asked for like I was like 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 hi can I have a sausage and cheese and like you know this uh the, the chef like a like, tall skinny like dark skin like hey you, you want sausage and cheese I'm like yeah, yeah yes please ah uh, all right what sausage and cheese all right I got you and then um you know he he g- grabbed one of the links and he split it in half and I was like or cut it down the middle and like opened it up I was like oh, I've never seen that before you know so it like lays somewhat flat on the bread i'm like yo you just opened my mind up to a new world of possibilities so yeah lovely um uh shout out to all the cops who had to give their lives for that sausage should be made <laughs> um you know you speak your name <laughs> uh, my co-host is on several today <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> Moving on to a heaping helping of blurred news, and we got a lot today. In a segment I like to call Nerdy Nuggets. <clears throat> Look him right in his eyes and tell him we've been too strong for too long. And I can't cream without you, baby. So I'll be waiting up until you get home. Cause I can't cream without you, baby. make my dick say hey thank you they're they're gonna shut us down soon they will and then we'll be right back under a new name they're gonna have to drag me out this bitch and <laughs> I, i'm going kicking i'm i'm kicking three bitches in the face <laughs> like I'm, I'm collecting teeth so y'all bitches can come for me if you want to i've been listening to a, a, a smidge of azalea banks I'm, I'm feeling a little ratchet today oh so. god Domino's <laughs> pizza. All right. So real quick, uh, before we get, like get into all the other stuff, so Eternals is on Disney Plus right now. Eternals is yeah. on Disney Plus right now. Yeah, the, the, I mean, yeah, this is a Brian Tyree Henry Stan account, um, Sister Wives account. So we have to promote everything with him in it. So yeah, yes. Eternals is on Disney Plus right now. So if you did not get a chance to see it in theaters, um, because niggas still wilding and, and expecting us to like fuck fucking yeah. put on hazmat suits to watch some fuck ass <laughs> movie, um, it, it's um, now available for home enjoyment. So um, and so we can finally get the flowers that it that it deserves. Because yeah, we we re- we reviewed it um um last year, um mm-hmm. so if if you want to if you want to hear that review um check out um our episode entitled "Fastest and Makari Dog Walk Icarus" because we <laughs> we, we didn't mince words. That's exactly what that's happened. exactly what like Makari M- M- like Makari <laughs> got in that ass with her super speed and then fa- Fastos with the gadgets like put like eight. Nine ten collars on on that white dog I- Icarus. Oh my cause god! They whooped his ass. They whooped his ass. Ugh, loved it. Um, so I yeah. watched it. I watched it like twice already. Yeah, this like yeah, like I I watched it like and now like it'll just be like it's one of those movies that I literally just put on as like background stuff yeah. while I do other stuff because like it's 
it's just pretty to look at. Yep. Yeah. You know. Um. You know. The the yeah they the direct director I think um forgive me if I fuck her name uh Chloe Zhao I think that's her yeah um yeah just like like put her whole foot in that you know delicious so yeah. go check out Eternals go see um uh, uh you know my king you know my pharaoh you know my 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 Moorish emperor Brian Tyree Hem- Henry you know be his you know nerdy. Be fast as his nerdy gay ass self. God, when I watched that family, I'm like, oh my god! Like I want. It was so beautiful. Like, like, like I'm like, yes, like, like that's goals. Like they're goals. Like that's that's gonna be me and Bay, um, <laughs> minus you know, minus the kid with a the with a, the the actual human with growing opinions is gonna be a dog <laughs> with opinions that we can't that we can't understand because they're they're dog opinions. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Me, Bay, and not a kid, but a dog. But yes, like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on, staying in Marvel Land, uh, we got some uh, Thor: Love and Thunder updates, specifically pertaining to the character Valkyrie. According to ComingSoon.net, in a recent interview with W Magazine, Thor Love and Thunder star Tessa Thompson has opened up about Marvel Studios' upcoming fourth installment, confirming that fans should expect to see her character Valkyrie with new powers, girl! She went on to describe the hero's new skills as weird and quite erotic. uh, 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 Erotic? uh, Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay, all right, okay, girl. All right. In the Taika Waititi-directed MCU sequel, Valkyrie will now be able to revive people by taking them to Valhalla, described in the comics as Asgard's equivalent to an afterlife. She has weird skills, to be honest, Thompson teased. She can sense when someone is close to death, and she takes them into Valhalla, which is essentially the afterlife. She can revive people, but when she revives people, sometimes she ends up in their body. It's a weird thing. It can be quite erotic. And then she has the superhuman strength and is essentially God. Um, well, goddamn. Uh, di- erotic? Like, girl, so, so when you say you'll, you'll end up inside them, do you mean... Uh, I, I mean, hmm. I mean, not, I mean, maybe like not necessarily like, like... I mean, she said pe- it was pe- erotic, like, so... Like penis and holes, but like, you know, the erotic in the sense that like... You quite literally inhabit somebody else's body, and you can feel exactly what they're feeling, and you're connected in that way. I mean, there's there's different ways to be erotic, without like penis and butt and vagina stuff. So, but that's interesting. I I, I like um I I I like I mean, hear- mouth stuff, but yeah, yeah or, and or mouth stuff. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that Valkyrie's getting new powers. Um, you know, she she is very much. Um, you know, I think like like she was like the one of my the high points in uh, Ragnarok. Like people need to put respect on her name, more respect on her name. She's currently the king of Asgard until you know Thor um, comes back from from therapy. God bless him. Um, and yeah, so and like she has some necromancer shit. Like yeah, I I, I love yeah more black characters with weird like. You know, death powers. Like I, I, I like that. The fact that she's like basically a like god. Like not just a god. She in that moment she is god. Love it. Love it. 
and like she 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 um she teased her new outfit like love it love love the new braids that they gave her like they look looks like a black woman is actually styling her hair um um that that's you know less than I can say for Baron Mordo over in Doctor Strange Land but moving on <laughs> please to the DC universe uh, DCCW universe. David Ramsey is putting together a new gang of superheroes for the CW. The actor, who plays John Diggle in Arrow, as well as a number of other DC-related series, is to headline Justice U, which is in development at the Youth Skewing Broadcaster. Ramsey's Diggle is a former bodyguard and master sergeant in the U.S. Army, as well as co-founder of Team Arrow. In the new series, which is set in the Arrowverse, after years of fighting alongside masked heroes, Diggle embarks on a new mission to recruit Eh, to recruit five young metahumans to live undercover as freshmen at a prestigious university. There, he will oversee their education and train them to become the heroes of tomorrow. In addition to starring in the series, if it is picked up to pilot, Ramsey, who has directed a number of Arrowverse episodes, will helm the pilot. It comes as Ramsey, who has also featured in Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, The Flash, Batwoman, and Superman and Lois, has struck an overall directing deal with Berlanti Productions and will helm multiple episodes of the series within the Arrowverse alongside guest starring in others. Per, um, listen, um, I, so it looks like we're finally getting that continuation of Sky High that we've been wanting since all of us were like 12. So, you did you watch Sky High in Disney? Oh, absolutely. Woo! Superhero shit, absolutely. Mm, superheroes at school, like it's give, exactly. It's 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 giving it's it's giving My Hero Academia live action. <laughs> Everybody got a quirk. I love it. Mm. Also, also, um, uh, also a, a black actor getting a uh, an overall directing deal, uh, like an overall d- directing deal, like for like specifically like superhero shit. That's that's pretty fucking dope. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Ho- yeah. Ho- hopefully, we'll see a little bit more uh, diversity. Um, we'll see, cause like they they stuck Diggle with a white wife, and hey, <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and like it was like <laughs> it was funny. Like the first time, like Diggle and um, Diggle and Black Lightning had an exchange. It was very. <laughs> It's it it was it was black, but it was very much like you know. All right, we're gonna do this like like quick like like like. Uh, what, what was it? What was it? I think it was I. No no no. I think it was definitely black lining. It was like um by any means necessary. Then he looks over to Diggle and Diggle like gives him a head nod. I'm like all right. And then they were like, all right, y'all had y'all nigger ass moment. We're moving on. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> hopefully we have more like you know extended moments like that. Like I I I really do hope. Um, I mean, they brought Black Lightning back for the um, the Flash um, crossover, so hopefully they bring Black Lightning back, and Diggle can have him and Diggle can have more like extended conversations about you know what it means to be black, and you know black in America, um, and also open up um, what's the word? Fuck, my my mind is like intersectionality. So mm-hmm. yeah, like because mm-hmm. yeah, because like while you know yes. You know, black men are being you know oppressed. Like, also, it's not just like cis black men. So, hopefully, we we get a little bit more. Um, we get some diversity. Like, ho- hopefully, we get a like um, some of those meta kids will be you know queer, trans, something like that. Like, like give, give us a little, you know, 
get, get like I mean I'm, I'm I'm feeling it it won't even drop until like next year or 2024. So by then, like all them niggas better be gay. So it but in in some shape or form. So um, all right, awesome, awesome. All right, uh, moving on. Maybe there's a continuation in the water. Hot on the heels of Euphoria Season 2 premiere, HBO and partner Wild Brain have just greenlit a new Degrassi series from co-showrunners Lara Azapardi from The Bold Type and Julia Cohen, Riverdale, that the network is billing as a reprise of the original teen drama. Like the original Degrassi, which explored the tumultuous lives of Canadian youths, the new show will focus on a group of high schoolers from Toronto who are all on different journeys of self-discovery. Unlike its predecessors, there have been five Degrassi series to date, which all featured half-hour episodes. The newest series will see Degrassi become an hour-long drama, indicating that its approach to storytelling is going to be a bit different this time around. While Degrassi technically kept, technically kept on chugging for a few years after um, The Next Generation came to an end in 2015, the franchise simply wasn't the same, and in time, Newer shows like Riverdale and Euphoria have come along to fill the teen drama-shaped voids in people's souls. That being said, as much as many of the newer teen-focused shows owe to Degrassi franchise, few of them have managed to become quite as sticky and broadly popular as The Next Generation was, and the network could easily have another hit on its hands if it plays its cards the right way. It will be a while before folks get a chance to compare the new show to the previous classes, but in preparation for the latest edition, all 14 seasons of The Next Generation are coming to HBO Max this spring. And that's from The Verge. Um, do you watch Degrassi growing up? I was the biggest fan of Degrassi. Degrassi was my motherfucking the- life, nigga. And that, that um, theme song was so soulful. Um, I... You know that's Niggas that's where I was wilding, first exposed but to Drake. I'm gonna make it through. <laughs> I knew, I, like that's where I was first exposed to Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, Marco, one of my favorite characters. I was sad and cr- almost. I think I did cry when um, JT died. Like Liberty getting pregnant. Um, like you know, a whole bunch of shit. I was just like, this is so wild. So yes, I was definitely a big fan. Um, there's so much potential right now for this show to be like a big hit. If the network, like they said, if they play their cards right, there's a, there's like a big, big chance for people, for them to attract the people my age and also younger kids like, you know, 16, 15, whatever. If they have the interactions between the characters, older and younger, right. Cool. They can do it. But they really, really, really need to do it right. Um, It doesn't need to be a bite-off of, like, shows like we were saying, like Euphoria and all that shit. They can definitely stick to the Degrassi formula, but just, you know, make it more modern. It's it's not that hard, niggas. Trust me, it's not that hard. I can hear the RuPaul in your voice. Oh! (laughs) And don't! Fuck Fuck it up. up! No, um, I was not a huge Degrassi fan, um, but I, um, I tuned into a couple episodes during the, like, the, the Shark in the Water, like, era, um, mm-hmm. like, that, that iconic promo, like, people still talk about that, that promo, um. It was amazing. Yeah, it's like, and for, forgive me, like, I, I've forgotten all the names, but, like, as a kid, like, I was, like, I had a huge crush on, um, the, the Indian girl, do, do you know who I'm talking about? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot her name is, but yeah, I know I you're talking about. Yeah, like I, I had like the biggest crush on her back back in the day. She came but, later too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I'm, I was very, I was very much. I, I, I caught a couple episodes of Degrassi Shapudin. so <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but I, yeah, it, it's it's a great show. Um, it was so wild because like I and I, I caught a couple episodes like early, early like when when Drake was on it, and um, you know. I was like, oh, like, you know, the nigga from Degrassi is, like, rapping. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, him. Mm-hmm. I, and y'all remember when Drake was first coming out as, like, a rapper, like, he would, he would go on stage and be like, hey, y'all, my name is Drake. I used to be on Degrassi. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. And you know what? He was smart to do so because that he shit was, was big as hell. Because it worked. It did. It really did. And, and, and yeah, changed over time. And, and I, he literally, yeah, and he literally, and you know, and all of that culminated in um, the "I'm Upset" music video, where he he brought up a whole shitload of people back from. from that was so good. That, that was, was so wild. Good. And you know, um, Jay and Silent Bob were there. Kevin Smith was doing weird things at the camera, like he he was making weird googly eyes at the camera. I'm like, oh, like girl, like just <laughs> you ain't got like you. You being real extra right now, like it's not. <laughs> um, the nigga, uh, the nigga that shot Drake, like they they chased him out out the fucking place. <laughs> that shit was that funny. Was, yeah. Um, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Uh, what Mr. Simpson came back, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I I do remember him. Uh, and yeah, yeah. So yeah, like Drake said, stick to the formula. Keep keep them far away from them them wild ass uh, euphoria children. Like no, yeah, no. Because no, there's no, always, no, you know, doing MDMA and, and crying glitter tears under pillow no. forts. Absolutely not. Like, people are not coming to Degrassi for that. They're going to Euphoria for that. So if y'all try to imitate Euphoria or these other shows, you will get fucked up. And niggas will not want to watch. So fucked please just up. do what you do, and you do it very well. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. All right. Uh, moving on in movie news, according to Collider, Denzel Washington is preparing for the Equalizer three as next film, and Antoine Fuqua is expected to return. Director Antoine Fuqua's The Equalizer and The Equalizer two both belong in the rare but hallowed subgenre of Denzel Washington beating the shit out of people. So needless <laughs> to say, stick <laughs> wildin'. So needless to say, we've eagerly kept our ears to the ground for any news of a third entry. The trail has been cold for a few years now, with the Equalizer 2 hitting theaters in 2018, until Collider Steam Weintraub sat down with the Oscar winner to discuss the tragedy of Macbeth and learned uh, the Equalizer 3 might be Washington's very next film. He said, they have written the third, or excuse me, they have written the third Equalizer, so I'm scheduled to do that. God. So so I got (laughs) to... I gotta get in shape and start beating people up again. You understand me? You understand me? I get to beat people up again. The tragedy of Macbeth, and then going and beating some people up. Can't get any. Can't get any better, right? God. I know that shit was trash, but I had to try. <laughs> we'll find all every single one of you, one of y'all. Hunt you down. You understand me? You understand me? I'm like, oh shit. God. Whenever he's about to beat somebody's ass, he always he always needs to make make sure that you understand him. <laughs> um, all right, so 
Loosely based on the 1980s thriller show starring Edward Woodward, The Equalizer premiered in 2014 and saw Washington take on the role of Robert McCall, a former Marine who cuts a violent path through the Russian mafia to protect a teenage prostitute, Terry, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. A follow-up debuted four years later, the first sequel for both Washington and Fuqua, which sees Washington's lead character seeking revenge for the murder of a close friend, Susan Plummer. The Equalizer 3 still hasn't been officially confirmed, but we know Fuqua has ideas. Um, when Collider spoke to the filmmaker in 2018, he told us he'd love to take Robert McCall overseas. In my mind, there's a European adventure. Absolutely. In my mind, that's what I'd like. To see him in Europe, in the future, God willing. It's like, um, God, I feel, yeah, Hollywood is always like, so we will allow, we will allow a black man to just absolutely murderize uh, a whole ass group of white people on screen, you know, multi, and we're going to pay him millions and millions of dollars for it. However, um, he must be defending the honor of a white woman or a white girl. That's the only way. Like that, that's, that's the only way it's going to work. So, did it? Uh, Man on fire. It was, it was the, the little white girl and and what's his face. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's a lot. It's 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 a lot. It's a lot. Um, so good God. Um, I mean, I I would love to watch. Yeah, I would love to you know watch him fight some people and shit. Um, and monologue them to death as well. <laughs> you know, I I I'll be tuned in. Um, you know, wh- wh- whatever we got, <laughs> whatever we got, I'm down. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. Um, yeah, it's in, in, I just, and I think about the, the whole like old dude comes back to beat people's asses. I think it was just because, um, I was never into the Taken franchise because, um, what, 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 um, what's his name? Don't say it. Um, <laughs> whatever. The, 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 the old, the old the racist. Like, the, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, and that was before I knew it. it. Was just like I am so sick and tired of white, of you know, these white male fantasies of them beating the shit out of people to protect their family. Oh my god, Urgh. I'm gonna get my family back. Like, like, where's so, my it, family? Where's my family? Like, very much. Like, it, the the fact that like like it, it was such a trope. Like SNL did a whole skit about it. That was like. <laughs> And it made it even worse when when he like you know um out of nowhere just admitted on like on, admitted to an interviewer that you know he he would walk around he would walk around the street like as a kid like swinging a fuck with a fucking cr- crowbar you know right like looking up looking to fucking beat up black people Be- because one black person did one thing to somebody he cared about I'm like oh my god what the fuck anyway so. <laughs> Um, and this is not saying Denzel Washington's, you know, politics aren't, don't, you know, don't make you raise both your eyebrows, but you know, it's, it, it's a little bit better coming from him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah. And speaking of equalizer, shout out to Queen Latifah. Yeah. Shout out to, shout out to Queen Latifah. Um, being the equalizer on yeah. television. A, a queer black woman being the equalizer oh, on television. That's, we love it. That's pretty fucking iconic. Yeah. Even if I'm, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Even like I, I, um, I still need to check out the the show just to see like you know what what it's. My giving. mom stands that show. She yeah, she loves it so much. <laughs> A plus size 
queer black woman mm-hmm. being an action star. I never thought I'd see the day. It's a nigga. It's so cool. It's so cool. <laughs> like, get into it. Get yeah. into it. That's what I'm. I'm, I'm telling myself. <laughs> nigga, get into it. Like, um, like I, I went to Burger King the the other day, and um, the, I I gave them my name, and like on on the receipt they spelled it wrong. They they, they spelled it L E R N Z O. Which did fa- they even try? Which which fair? Because I I mean like in in. I mean, in their defense, I I did mumble it, and it 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 kind of sounded like like Lorenzo in under my voice. But um, in that misspelling, I found um, you know, a message to myself: Learn, Zo. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> learn, Zo. <laughs> Bitch, learn. So yes, that's what I will do. Okay. Um, moving on to a story that made me chuckle. Internet personality, um, boxer, well, he thinks, and Pokemon fan Logan Paul made news last month after spending $3.5 million on a box of supposedly sealed and authenticated first edition Pokemon cards. However, shortly after announcing his purchase, many in the Pokemon card community pointed out that the box was probably fake. In response, Paul headed to Chicago to check the cards, and today he announced that, yup, it was all fake. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the both popular and hated internet celeb shared the news on his YouTube channel. In a video simply titled, I lost $3.5 million on fake Pokemon cards, Paul explains how he, well, you know, did that. The story is fucking the story is fucking crazy and it like sucks, bro. Um and I'm out like three and a half billion dollars, bro. Like What a fucking loser. What the fuck? I'm sorry, like the the the, 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 the thumbnail clip he has. Uh him like it's him. He looked. He looked like one of these stay-at-home bottoms in the it like in this fucking sweater, this blue-ass sweater with one one hand on the side of his head and arm, uh, you know, just looking at the camera and uh, and and the 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 cards that he bought. Like what a fucking it. Uh, now I think what's the most annoying, right, about this, or not most annoying, but the most ridiculous part. Is you are a mega rich person. You have ways to authenticate to authenticate the shit. Like, stop playing, bruh. You like, did you do this just so you can make a video? I was, in what world are you sending money and not authenticating that what you're getting is real? I don't believe it, bro. Some some ain't cleaning the buttermilk. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> not this, nigga, not this New York nigga coming up with all, all these fucking southern ass, uh, fucking say, like. You, Look, you, I always you, say you, you spent nigga. you spent too much you spent too much time down south. No, <laughs> I always say that if you are Caribbean, you're basically country, no matter what part. <laughs> Of the, the yeah. of no matter what part of America you're in. No, you but I, I was I was looking I was looking for a thing in the story where like he'd be like pressing charges or some shit, mm-hmm. but it was just like but no. Are you just like he's he's like, Oh yeah, I just gotta eat that. The fact that he had the fact that he had what? 
The, I, the, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he'll press charges later. I, I did don't you know. wire it to like somebody after they sent you an email saying they're stuck in like Nigeria? What happened? I really hope it was a Nigerian scammer. I hope so, because I really hope so, too. Or I Ni- hope so. I hope it was a Nigerian scammer. I actually, actually, I hope it was Joanne the scammer. Oh, my God, that would be perfect. Like, truly, honestly, <laughs> truly. Could you imagine if they are actually collabing on a video and Joanne's going to release something next? It's like, and then, saying, like, I'm and going then, to scam. Yeah, and, and then her, her, her next uh, video would be like, so I finally bought my Caucasian house. <laughs> God. And if you don't like it, you can get out. God. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um, didn't mean to bottom shame. Coming back to that. Thank you. Only, only because he looks like those obnoxious white gays. <laughs> that, like, like I don't know. I can send you, this, but like the the fuck it's like the, the fucking like super tight blue ass sweater with the fu- just he he looked he looked like one of those. I I I, I get it. Yeah, he, he looked like one of those. All right, one last story. Hayao Miyazaki likes to do animation the old fashioned way, and that's what many of his fans like about him. But sometimes when his old fashioned tools break down, he doesn't have anything to replace them with. This happened to his electric eraser which he has used over the years. Studio Ghibli tweeted the news of losing this tool that's so vital in their work. Miyazaki's beloved ideal electric eraser that he's been using for many years has had it. He was told that it's no longer being made. It's not a battery type. Charging can be done with the stand instead of directly inserting the cable. Is there anything that can be done? If anyone knows of an electric eraser that's close to this ideal one, please let us know. Studio, Studio Ghibli also tweeted a further note of gratitude for the eraser. You did a lot of work for me. Thank you. <laughs> That's so Japanese. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Brought honor to my work. I am so sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not, not him tweet thanking the eraser. I'm dead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now him ask asking broke art art students and broke like fuck broke broke ass artists in the middle of a pandemic for some old ass eraser that he bought like forty years ago. Girl, get it? Bye, goodbye. <laughs> not him. Not this. Not this old ass nigga crowdfunding art supplies. Girl, what? What? what old what ass rich nigga. Like, girl, sir. what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh god like i like the girls are out here having to choose whether to eat or whether to buy them set of pastels like wh- like what 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 do you want us to do what do you expect the girls to do <laughs> uh, th- like these kids gotta watch motherfuckers like Spend thirty thousand dollars worth of fake money on NFTs, but don't don't nobody want to buy they shit that they <laughs> they spent like three months painting. What do you expect them to do, girl? <laughs> what you should do is hire them. Hire well, them. You got like Miyazaki eraser, personal eraser. Like they, they could probably retire off that money. Exactly. And be keeping it a buck. You know, personal eraser. Like that shit tickled me. 
you ain't getting no more anime bops because <laughs> my good sis has lost. Ha- my my good sis, like her, her eraser is done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. I'm sorry, but honestly, I mean, like, I, I mean, and and he old old. He's like old old. So you know, like, ain't no like learning some new way to erase shit. Yeah, like, he's in his eighties. So yeah, yeah like yeah, nah. it's nah. it's the tried and true for me. So, I'm, you know, ain't no fucking eraser app. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to learn how to fucking do like for this next shoot. So, I mean, but like, I mean, it's fair. I mean, like, I, I like, I mean, that's, that's nice that he said. It's like, you know, cause he, like, you know, the, like the hardcore Miyazaki fans be like, Hey yo, wh- when you dropping the next shit, when you dropping some work? And it's like, yo, bro, like, well, if y'all niggas can get me, do you have a time machine? You can go back and go back into the past and get me a fucking electric eraser, or I, I, I know I got some fans out there that will like reverse manufacture the shit, reverse engineer the shit. Like, like damn lootly. Mm, I mean, the fact it's 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 no shade that it, like I like this is actually kind of smart too, but I just thought it was funny. Like it was just <laughs> <laughs> he talked he spoke to his agent, he spoke to all the artists he worked like that be working on him like. Yeah, girl, we we don't we, we, we don't use that. Like, <laughs> yeah, they stopped. We losing recipes. Why didn't you buy more than one? That's my uh, thing. Uh, that's the that's that like that, that's the get, that's the that's the tea right there. Why did why didn't you buy more than one? Why Back when, when they still made them, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's that's a wrap for Dirty Nuggets. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, um, we got you a no-cap recap of Batwoman and Naomi. How you like that? I mean, it's Batwoman, so, eh. But yeah, no, I'm joking. All right. <laughs> Keep it locked. We will be right back. Don't even think about trying to step back. I <laughs> never. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> okay. All right, so now we move into part two of our show, the No Cap Recap. Okay. I'm, I'm going to make it a thing. Oh, God. Okay, oh, God. Okay, I'm with it. So um, my my co-host, Dre, is such a trooper. Uh, he, he hates <laughs> any and all things bat, even if the lead is black. But <sighs> I, I, I asked him to um, please, for me, you know, um, tap into the Batwoman uh, winter premiere so real quick I'm, I'm gonna give a quick little and then we're, we're gonna do um we're gonna do like the good bad and the nigga what format so yeah yeah the, like the good the bad and the nigga what um so for for batwoman and uh naomi so quick little quick little spill on the details here 
So, tonight's Batwoman episode begins with, going back 10 years, cops respond to Poison Ivy attacking officers. Two officers are on the scene and tell her to stand down. She attacks one of the officers and leaves the other alone. Uh, her name is Renee, and she shouts, asking Poison Ivy why she's doing this, and she says, because someone has to care. Present day, Mary is doing Alice's nails when hotel management comes in and tells Mary that all her credit cards were declined. Uh, she racked up an $8,000 tab and needs to leave. Mary tells him it is a misunderstanding and looks at him with green eyes. He tells her to take all the time she needs and leaves the room. Mary asks Alice what she should do, and she tells her to kill him immediately. Then she tells her to make her friends hate her so much that they want to give up on her. So, in this episode, um, Ryan's good friend Mary, like, you know, like, if if you've been keeping up with Batwoman, um, she's stepping to the bedside, ooh, 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 stepping to the bedside. Yeah, she's, she's poison, she's the new Poison Ivy, she's, you know, the new Poison Ivy is Asian, per, um, yeah, and she's slowly being um, manipulated by Alice into being badder and badder. Um, yeah, and me- meanwhile, um, Ryan, uh, Luke, and uh, Renee are try- trying to get their lives together because um, it, it <laughs> ooh, the the way the girls lost everything, uh, they lost access to the Batcave. Um, they, 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 in, they, in some, some ratchet ass, like garage It's it's, it's not good. It's, it's not, it's not good. It's very, it's very not Batman Lux you know, luxuries of white Batman is that he had like a rich ass bat cave and like, you know, no matter how many mistakes he made. Um, but you know, of course the, the, the black bat heroes, they mess up once. Right. They, they got to move out. That threw me because, like, you know, I haven't been following it. And I was like, nigga, they lost access to the Batcave? The Batcave! What Girl. is going on? I was like, ain't no goddamn way, but here we go. <laughs> that was so ridiculous. I was like, ain't no fucking way, boy. Uh, how you get reparations and then immediately get it taken away? <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't laugh at that, but I am because it's that funny. Shit was wild. So, what, uh, so I know it's hard, but what, what, what did you like about this episode? Okay, so I want to say one thing, and this will—I I think right after I have to say, um, what I say I didn't like because it'll only be one thing because it ties right into it. First of all, Ryan's hair delicious the entire episode. Ooh, yes, girl. Beautiful. What I will say, though, it is, look, look, amazing. They gave her, whoever was styling her hair did amazing. What I will say is, like, it's so weird how laid her hair is, like, you know, when she's just walking around. But the moment she put on that bat suit, they just turned it into the curly wig. I'm like, what is, does the wig come with the suit? I'm like, this is, that's, that's a weird thing, but okay. (laughs) But um, her hair amazing. Um, I love how I love the story between Renee and the original Poison Ivy. Um, like that whole uh, love story, or should we even call it a love story? 
we don't know too much about it yet. So, I mean, well, I don't know too much. I mean, about you could you could still you could. I mean, you could still fall for an eco terrorist. True, but true, true. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so I that mean, whole yeah, I, that I, whole I, thing. Yeah, I, I love was the, really the fact, nice. Yeah, I love the fact that this show this this superhero show um, focuses on um, uh, sapphic relationships. I really, mm. I really, really do love that. Yeah, nothing about Poison Ivy's aesthetic screams "I fuck men." Yeah, like yeah, like you know, like she got she got plants anywhere, everywhere. Like we'll, <laughs> which, like she'll stab you for stepping on grass the wrong way. Like yeah. it's yeah. Mm-mm. She seems clean, you know, yeah, very clean. Like, like she's dating Harley Quinn in the in the comics. Like, Why would yeah. she bring a man into that? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree. Um, I, I like, first of all, nigga, like the original Poison Ivy suit, like mm-hmm. it was giving, it, yeah. it was giving. Naval. Yeah. Giving naval. <laughs> um, the hair was on point. It was. The way she walked out of the forest, like ready to fuck some cops up. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> I was all like, right I then. cannot be mad at this. This is. Hey, she stabbed the nigga with a vine. I was like, that was crazy. I thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. (laughs) And then Renee, Renee later on said, "Oh yeah, he did. He didn't." I was like, "What? She literally impaled him. He lives." Okay. Um, she missed vital organs on purpose. (laughs) What I will say though is that um, when Renee and Poison Ivy, the original Poison Ivy, were um, arguing like in her apartment. When Renee said, oh, and you're doing this all for what? Mother Nature? I was like, girl, mm-hmm. is that not a good reason? Like, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? That's a good reason. What do you? It, like, is, that was... it is 85 and balmy in the middle of December, <laughs> and you're mad at me, bitch, right. please. <laughs> I was like, girl, what you, you, what you think you said just now is not how, not what you what actually that, you was tripping that's it there's you was tripping and and the way uh the way renee hit her with the okie doke like like brought it brought the flower which she shaded her for she was like oh well i mean i love the gesture but you killed that flower but you know continue um that, that, shit, that shit sent me she was like i love you so much and you know they was getting all lovey-dovey and then you know she she pulls out a Hickey and just stabs that hoe in the chest and she she freezes up <laughs> everybody got a plan till they get stabbed in the chest listen that <laughs> shit was wild <laughs> mama's mama's skin started crinkling up i was like oh damn she, she white she don't need any help with that like oh god. my god like <laughs> damn that shit was that was cold-blooded yeah yeah mm. oh also um <laughs> Ryan's brother is like, oh, like, oh, black, um, quote unquote, black Joker. Like, you know, all right, yeah. all right, we, we can get, we can get, like, to, bruh. we can get to, um, 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 black Joker. Um, he, he reminds me of those, um, cishet black nerds on Instagram who, who think they be eating these Joker cosplays, but like, it's just not, it's not giving, <laughs> it's not giving the way it's supposed to give. Like, it's, I know, I know. Like the the act, the actor is like he's really like into it. He's like, you want a, a, a chance to play the Black Joker? Yeah, but like it's just I don't know. He just he doesn't seem unhinged. He doesn't seem unhinged enough. And I'm like, and granted, I'm not I'm not asking 
um, a black actor to go there because like the the best Joker performance, like the the method he went through to get the it it caused him to have a complete mental breakdown. So I ain't asking nobody to do that. But I'm just like it just felt a little kind of if like his his performance just feels a little hokey. So uh, but, but I get I, that. Yeah, but I, I do like the fact that um we got. Like you know, like a uh, you know he's he's entertaining. He's he looks like he's having yeah. fun. That that's the best. Yeah. You know, um, you know, we got we got a black Joker type. You know, he's light skinned So I, I wish I appreciated. You know, just very much so. <laughs> yeah, oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, j- just just the fact I'm like you 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 can't like you can't have an unhinged black uh villain and have him be dark skinned Like just, just yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like yeah, the, uh, that's a good choice in that yeah, part. Thank um, you. Yeah, the the yellows just gotta eat that. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, hey. <laughs> what did you, What did you think of his uh, uh like him dyeing his hair purple? Who um um Black Joker. I'm, his name is Black Joker. I'm sorry. Um, it was. <laughs> God. That, that that's just what I'm calling him. Self pro. He he was a self proclaimed because he was the only they call himself Joker. But um, I thought. I don't, I mean, I was like, bro, you, you really, can you, I understand that you, um, feel like you're the black version of the Joker and that you're, you know, your sister's rival or whatever, but for you to try to, uh, just kind of, it's really giving nigga, you could be a little bit more creative. You're just trying to take over an already established persona. Nigga, come on. Like, yeah, do do something a little... Do, do, do something a little different. Yeah, and you don't... And once again, like you say, you don't really seem criminally insane. You just kind of seem like a nigga who's, like, fed up and just wants to play the game. Yeah. Instead yeah. of, like, the Joker but, who was just criminally yeah. Yeah. insane. He, he's literally, like, yeah, you 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 more so act like um, a nigga whose girlfriend burned all his podcast equipment. So he, he needs an outlet. He needs another outlet. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't yeah. get the next Joe Button, but this bitch. <laughs> um, no. Um, also something I like to um, while we didn't get a lot of her in the costume until like you know m- later into the episode, yo. Um, the bad bitch link up, the bad bitch link up with, um, it was Ryan, um, Renee, and I keep forgetting, um, light skin girl's name, um, the ex cop, um, when, when all three of them pulled up, I'm looking sickening, ready, like beating niggas asses. I'm like, oh, this, like, like that one scene alone was better than the entirety of that last Charlie's Angels movie. I'm sorry. Oh my God! The, stop! Like yeah, I'm like yeah, like God, like yes, like yes, like give me, give me this, like give me, give me three women of color, like like dressed to the nines, beating niggas' asses, like yeah, like give me that, like like can this just be the show for for a minute, like yeah, and I I, I, just, I, I, I love the fact that it was like multiple scenes where you know shit was going down and there were no white people, um. I just like I, I just think it's cool. I, I mean, like you know, I just really love like just like the diversity, like the diversity inclusion, all that. It just like it just feels, you know, like it it's truly their show, and it's not just like oh, you know, we just you know playing Batwoman in the seventh third. 
Um, the um, I love the fact that um, Luke, um, he 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 gave Ryan like some high tech goggles. He's like, hey, like hey, like hey, Ryan, here's some cool high high tech goggles or whatever. And then um, and then he like he gives the 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 other pair um to the other girl, and, and he's just like, yeah, I got these from the dollar store, so have fun. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This nigga ain't shit. He funny, but he, he ain't shit. He funny, but he ain't shit. Like, goddamn. <laughs> oh God. Um, Sophie, that's her name. Like, damn, Sophie can't get some high tech goggles neither. It was like, yeah, like we like yo, we just got evicted from the bat cave. Like, we had to make some cutbacks. Um Yeah. It's one suit. Like we, we like we we can't like we can't we can't even do a whole bunch of shit because it's fucking um um the the Batmobile got a fucking boot on it so like you know we 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 literally had to lift lift to this mission so <laughs> choices had to be made like I'm I'm sorry yeah. just you you look you look good. And I'm 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 pretty sure that like the prop the prop team was like like it's the same damn ass like they they just pretended like that like one was high tech one was and one was regular they they all regular like they literally look like the exact same guy <laughs> oh like just just deal just just deal okay like um yeah. it was funny um but it, it it was cute um you know the, them trying to get like a face facial recognition on black black Joker um, yeah you know like, like um you know. Well, what was it? Um, he had like sh- they had to get as close to him as possible to get like the full scan. So Ryan, um, just like and here's and all right, here's where we go into the bad because here's here's where we slip into the bad because like girl, like I don't care if my sister is wearing like a mask concealing her face, even her eyes and all that stuff, like. How do you not know that's your sister standing in front of you? Or no, actually, well, I mean, or you know what? That let let me let me calm down because I'm almost like he was. uh, You know what? You know what? I think he knew the whole time. You do? He was just faking. Cause like, oh, at first I was angry, but then, um, but then later on when he pull when he pulls up on Luke, he's like, oh, like, hey. Batwing, it was like, and you know, <laughs> and you know, you know, Luke can't fight with his without his suit, so he was kind of, you know, um, but yeah, that that shit bothered me. At, at, I was like, how does this nigga not expose her like in front of all these motherfuckers? <laughs> He's like, if I cause a scene, I'm gonna lose my deposit on this place. So <laughs> that shit was really hokey to me. <laughs> if my sister is standing like. Two feet in front of me, I don't care what she got on her face. I'm like, I like, I I can tell it's her. Like, wh- like what? Like, even if y'all didn't grow up together, like y'all spent enough time like together to know, like that shit was that shit was funny. Um, exactly. I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't get that. Um, what else? What What else happened? Um, t- uh, toward the end, I guess. Um. Renee, cause, well, because you know they were had they, they, all this was to get access to 
the original Poison Ivy's body. Yes. Which, you know, they said that Bruce buried, like, in the Batcave, like, way down somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they finally got in there, um, they they found her, you know. She was in, like, these vines yeah. or thorns and stuff. And, you know, Renee went down there to, you know, just talk to her, you know, say she's sorry, you know, like, all that type of shit, you know, because her body was literally just, it was there. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, as she was talking to her, a white flower grew, and she was like, oh my god, you know, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And then she kissed, she kissed that petrified ass body. Lord. Um, I was like, you about to get in, all in the, the moisture sucked from you. Out here kissing dead bodies, girl. <laughs> and you know, after she kissed her, you know, the you know the scene cut. But then, like, we find out that Renee snatched that was body like, up, girl. Snatched it up, like that was her whole plan all along. She wanted to get her girl back. Um, you know, she never had any intention on like doing anything else. It was I want my bitch back and I'ma get her. Cool. And that's it. I, I, I mean I I like that. Like, yeah, I I love the fact that Renee Montoya doesn't have to play like the role of like the straight, like the goody two shoes cop. Mm-hmm. You know, she was literally in a whole relationship with, with, with a whole ass fucking eco terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, she actually had genuine feelings for her. So, you know, like, you know, she she's she's very much an, in a gray area when it comes to, you know, even she, though she's the one who killed her, you yeah. know, so Yeah. I, I think this time, like, she's actually going to be her, um, you know, like, her, her cohort. Because, like, yeah, like, I'm, you know, yeah, I brought you back. So, like, you know, and I, I believe in, you know, um, I, I believe in your, your your mission and that pussy, to be honest. Like, <laughs> let's do it. So, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, so, we you know, we're we going to be a bad bitch couple, you know, like, f- fucking niggas up in the name of Mother Earth. So <laughs> I'm mad at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get to um, we we get we get to um the standoff between Ryan and Mary, and um, so they they manufacture one more of those like uh petri- petrified um injection thingies, mm-hmm. and Ryan was about to subdue her, and Mary and Mary makes a great point. You know, cause she she's smart. She's like, like you really like. I, I used to be your friend. You really about to stab me with a with a uh, uh, fucking syringe full of chemicals. You don't even know what the fuck they are. Like really, like like th- this how you gonna do with me? And then she she hesitates. And then mm-hmm. Black Joker pulls up with with Luke. Um, like you know, cause cause again, Luke can't fight without his suit. Um, <laughs> and it's like, yo, so we'll be we'll be finna do, cause yeah. And you know he v- very much being a little too thirsty to be like, Batman has Joker, you have me, and I'm like, girl, you you doing too much, like beloved, like it's it's okay, you, you ain't you ain't you ain't gotta be the next bad bitch, you you gotta be you ain't gotta be the next bad um mentally unstable bitch, like just just be you, sweetie, um, but you know what you know once again you know, uh, standoff magic. Um, Bat Batwoman, you know, hits that nigga in the chest. <laughs> what the fuck is rich? <gasps> um, his yellow skin turns light blue, and 
that was it for the episode. He, he ain't dead. He, he'll be fine. But is it, that shit was yeah, wild. Nah, kill him. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't know what the hell. Like, I thought that was specifically made for, like, beings like, you know, poison ivy. But I guess it can petrify any fucking body. So that was weird. What the fuck? Like just like, you know what made me? Did you just dehydrate me, bitch? Yeah. You just you know what would would have made him funnier if he was like the way he was unhinged. He was like a fucking hotel. <laughs> <laughs> you want to jack me with with some shit? Like what? The, the shit probably has sickle cell in it. What the fuck? Like sickle cell and syphilis and all that shit you just gonna inject your own brother your own brother hmm when their mother when when their mother when robin givens finds out what miss mother did did what her daughter did to her son ooh, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild he's like i told you to bring him in but not like this i didn't say i didn't say petrified a nigga what 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 are you what are you doing what ha- like, what ha- what happened to a chloroform cloth to the mouth, girl? Because you know mom's and his sons. Sorry. They're no, no, no. Sons. You know, you know. They're cishet sons specifically. Let's yes. let's yeah let, let's let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk now. Let's talk about that. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, as much as you don't like the show, you you can't you can't tell me that you you can't tell me this episode was not at the very least entertaining. It was fun. It was fun. I can't Cause, lie because niggas was wilding. <laughs> niggas was wilding this entire the entire forty two minutes. For real, <laughs> it was action packed. It was, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So moving on to the series premiere, series premiere of Ava DuVernay's. Naomi. So, uh, the plot, uh, thanks to Polygons, this is about, um, in the DC Comics continuity, uh, continuity. (laughs) Help me! Help me! In DC Comics continuity, Naomi McDuffie is a superhero introduced in the 2019 miniseries Naomi, written by Brian Michael Bendis and David F. Walker, and drawn by Jamal Campbell. In the six-issue introductory arc, Naomi becomes aware of irregularities around her adoption and confronts her parents and a few other figures in her small community until she gets some startling answers about where she came from and what that implies for her future. Naomi continued her comics career, adopting the hero named Powerhouse through arcs in Action Comics, Justice League, and Young Justice, among other titles. The Naomi comic is scheduled to continue with a new arc on March 8th. Yo. Um, so, like, I'm not big on comics, but I didn't know she um, she featured in Young Justice. Yo. Could, could you imagine seeing Naomi animated in a season of Young Justice? That shit would be lit. Let's do it. Very much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm with it. All right. Naomi, uh, the CW series starts in the same place as that first arc, but diverges significantly from Bendis and Walker's comic in the setup. In particular, it starts the lead character off in a more mundane world where superheroes apparently don't exist. In its first season, at least, Naomi won't take place in the same continuity as the other Arrowverse shows. 
Though, given the CW's history of DC Universe crossovers in all its superhero series, it remains to be seen whether that'll hold true over time. Um, so, uh, Naomi McDuffie, Casey Wongfong, is a 16-year-old girl who's so universally popular, uh, virtually everyone in her small Pacific Northwest town enthusiastically greets her on site. Whether she's cruising into a weekend party, skateboarding to school past an array of wholesomely beaming local shop owners, or interviewing people for her Superman fan site, the third most popular Superman site in the world. The only people who never seem happy to see her are Zambato, Cranston Johnson, the glowering owner of a used car lot, and D, Alexander Wraith, a tattoo artist who seems more wary than resentful around her. Naomi has a lot of romantic attachments to juggle. She's still hanging out, hanging out with her hopeful ex, Nathan, while also flirting with comic shop employee Lourdes and trying to decide how she feels about longtime friend Anthony. Still, when her military father, Greg, tells her pointedly that she needs to choose between them because making choices is very important, it sounds like she's talking about a lot more than who she might take to junior prom. Superman is fictional in Naomi's world, so when the big blue Boy Scout himself briefly shows up in town for a blurry fight sequence, most of the hotels assume that the event was a particularly well-orchestrated viral publicity stunt of some kind. But Naomi, who's abruptly experiencing a lot of weird, unexplained phenomena, starts obsessively digging into what other people saw and experienced, what it means about her own identity and adoption, and what the town's two big weirdos are hiding from her. I love the setup. It's so cool. It's so fresh. Like, it was so cool to see, like, um, because usually most, like, teenage superheroes, like, they start out um, being, like, um, nerdy, but, like, don't nobody give a fuck about them except for maybe two people in their lives. Like, they, co they, they show up to school, they get picked on. Like, they lay for class, teach shitting on them. Like, literally everybody in the town seems out to get them. Like, they always want to lay for the damn bus. Just, like, life fucking sucks until they get their superpowers. But I just love the fact that this is a new, a fresh, you know, new story. Like, Naomi is just, like, this young, hip, black girl, teenager. Like, she fucking skateboards. Like, she's a blurred. Like, she, 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 she likes Superman and all, like, like, all the girls like want to be her and yeah and i love it i love it i i i, I love her like i i, I yeah this is like oh my god like if i wanted kids like I, I would like a daughter like naomi like so yeah um it, it it's cool I, I like the setup um superman not necessarily like uh well okay so she has a reason why she stands superman is because he's adopted just like her I, I'll give it to you, like, but, you know, Superman kind of bland to me, but, yeah, I think, I, I just, I, I really like the, the character, you know, she just, like, um, she has a nice balance of, like, you know, um, school, life, and, you know, she, she knows she wants a lot out of life, but she doesn't exactly know who she is, she literally, she literally asked the question in, in the pilot, like, who am I, and I'm like, oh, that's real deep for a 16-year-old, so, um, and some other weird shit going on. But we'll, we'll get into that um, as well. Uh, Dre, what, what did you like about about this uh, pilot? Um, first of all, you know, the first most important thing is that we have a queer teen 
superhero. Hello. Um, so I was like, girl, we starting off on the right track. Let's whose get it. Let's parents, get it. Let's get it. Whose parents like are are affirm not just don't give a fuck, but they're they're affirming. It's not exactly it, yeah. it's not like a quiet acceptance it's an exactly. affirmation it's a celebration it's affirmation. A, a celebration you need to celebrate these queer children okay not just uh whatever at least i, I just don't i don't exactly i don't want to watch you kiss or whatever yeah exactly um so that i like the fact that um she um i i'm always gonna like when they style black girls' hair great. Like, no matter what, I'm always going to like seeing it. Oh, like, love me some long-ass <laughs> braids. Like, they're so beautiful. Yes, they're yes. So beautiful. Love it. Sickening! Um, <laughs> um, I like how just seemingly, you know, free and how she doesn't feel the need to, like, conform to, like, some standard. And I feel like that's what actually makes her popular with people because she mm-hmm. she's herself, you know, and people like seeing you know, people be themselves. And it's it's good to see, you know, a payout like that. Yeah. Um I like the fact that um she uh she's she's very sure of herself. Like she just she's not really she's not really like in this struggle to like figure out her identity. She's exploring, but she's not like, oh my God, you know, I'm just like in this like place where I just don't know who I am. I like that she's pretty established in the fact that she, for the most part, knows who she is and she's okay with it. Um, yeah. Plus the, the yeah. fact, yeah, the, the fact that she's so popular. Like when that when that um wild Superman shit popped off, um, you know, she was in the middle of she was in the middle of class and she just got up and like told the teachers like it's from a website. Bye. And he was just like, oh, okay, girl. Just, <laughs> That wouldn't have that wouldn't have flown if it was a black teacher. Like, nigga, I don't care if the motherfucking Avengers are are beating Thanos' ass outside. You sit your ass in that damn chair. Like, I the bell does not excuse you. Superheroes do not excuse you. I do. Okay. That's exactly. That was so funny. Yeah. I was like, "Why did she, you really just gonna let her run up out this class like that?" Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. I um. I like you know that it's showing um. <clears throat> like, you know, like typically not typically, but like in the past, there was this, there was this um. People view blackness blackness as a monolith. Yeah, and like you know the different things that she's interested in, and you know whatever. These are all black things yeah. because she is a black girl yeah, who likes these things, girl. so yeah. they're black things. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. It's very interesting to see um, that you know she's in a neighborhood like well, she's in a community where um, it's not a whole lot of you know people that look like her. Like I think with the exception of with the, with the exception of her, maybe 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 not boyfriend and um the scary nigga at the, at the end of the show um yeah it's like not 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 a whole lot of other black 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 folk around and i do and it yeah and it is important to you know to acknowledge that you know not not all black kids you know grow up in a neighborhood where like with with a whole bunch of people that look like them so yeah 
as as um as a friend had pointed out the other day. So yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was cool. Um, I wanted to go upside that little light skinned boy's head when she when he tried to clown her for liking Superman. Um, leave my daughter alone. If she likes Superman, that's who she like. Like, she don't like you clearly because she's not with you. Stupid ass boy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah when the weird shit starts happening um yeah it it was I, I i wanted more weird sci-fi shit to happen but you know you know ava you know she's good for a slow burn so um yeah like i think she she was like she was at school i think she, she was she was reciting something uh she, she was doing something super nerdy because you know because of course she's like um she got straight A's and shit because she's super super smart because duh, um. But yeah, it was I think it was like after the um the Superman event and you know she's feeling faint and she um collapses and it's it's some it's some wild some wild shit is happening because people just think you know she just maybe just passed out um because like I don't know dehydration or exhaustion or something like that but um you know this is a superhero show so we know shit you know. Like the the powers are powering, they they they're they're about to be awakened to d- delivered. Exactly. Yeah. And that was the second time she you know she fainted because the first time was during the Superman thing, and yes. what killed me was nobody found her. She just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> nobody like, nobody, yeah, nobody see saw her this on the ground. No, nobody saw this this child like passed out <laughs> on the ground. Saying, oh, sweetie, what's she's like? She just got back on her skateboard and, and went right. Home. And another thing, <laughs> how was she making it to school on time with a skateboard? Man, did she a leave bu- early? Yeah, like, let us a know. bike. Yes, but a skateboard. She had to let. She had to have left early. Uh, like I mean, quite she, early. Like, she clearly does have like some untapped like superpowers because to, to, uh, sca- exactly. to skateboard fucking four miles. Four miles back, every day. there, back, every day. Sca- like I, I would, I would, I would get a bike, like a bike, like I would um, believe a bike, but a, a, mm-hmm. a, a, a fucking skateboard. God. She said, "Look, you, I'm working my fitness." Yeah. You know her shins, like, 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 I, like I, I, I just know her, her, I just know her shins could like bend steel. Just, yep, yep. <laughs> her calves, her thigh, calves. look. Uh, Cavs they and Cavs. So when we see her do a first, a first like superhero kick, like that nigga's head's coming clean off. Like, <laughs> yeah. not, well, not even clean off. It's just like so powerful. It's just like the top of his head is just gonna like slide off, and mm-hmm. he's just gonna be jaw and and tongue. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk about. Um, let's see. Um, Zambato. No, no, no. Well, well, let's get into D first to ta- tattoo artists, um, Alexander Rafe, who, um, I'm shocked. I don't think is more attractive than I than I would have expected. I'm like he he's like big. He's like th- I think it's like um, he's not like unattractive. He's just like I don't know. It doesn't it it doesn't get for me because usually like oh usually like maybe a bulky dude you know maybe maybe not but yeah i don't know it's not giving it's not the fact that he has anxiety it's not that it's like you know it's like (laughs) you know because like you know because like the shit i got will calm any nigga down but yeah but um 
yeah, they, they, like they they try to hit him up, like, hey, do you know like some wild shit? Like, like, do you know some shit about what happened? And he like straight up lies to her face, like, right? It's like, nigga, a jetpack, a jetpack, my nigga, <laughs> a jetpack. And like, you know the only jetpacks we wear, the, the, the one like the ones on the water, like the them water jetpacks with the with the gigantic ass tube. And yeah. the, those are the only jetpacks that I know actually work. So, mm-hmm. but maybe maybe in this in this reality, I guess there are there more jetpacks. Maybe who knows? Who knows? In this continuity, yeah, um, yeah, because <laughs> that was a bad lie. <laughs> he didn't even try. He just he just won jaw her shot mm-hmm. for real. And then um, Zambato, like, yeah, like I think the, the like so far the only the like the only other black dude in this in this country. right, and, and he's just creeping. And he just creeping on her, <laughs> like ran up on her in the in the damn woods, and you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, um, you know, she go she goes baby storm on his ass, right? Like <laughs> the fucking leaves, like stay back. Like flying everywhere, and I'm like, at, at first I thought like because like she flew back, like it's like he had set her like a fired like a fucking like energy beam. I'm like, why are you attacking mm-hmm. this child? Like, um, but apparently you know she, he was like, oh, you thought that came from me? It's like, oh, she just can't control mm-hmm. her powers yet. And I'm like, nigga, and like also like, I. It, I know it's key in the storytelling, but like, nigga, like, stop speaking in riddles. Like, it, it's 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 not it's not five hundred BC, nigga. Just tell me that I have superpowers. Like, can we just mm. the the Latino dude? Like, you're ask like I can't answer because you're asking the wrong questions, nigga. What? Like, what? come on, Yoda. Like, stop playing, nigga. What? Do I have to put you on my on my back and fucking do backflips in the fo- in the swamp <laughs> for you to tell me what what the fuck is going on? What 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 what, what are we doing? Um. So after that, um, little mama goes back to um D. Like nigga, shit is wild. And then mm-hmm. he's like, oh well. I mean, you know, as as hard as I tried to, you know, to keep it away from you like I, I i really thought i ate with that backpack jetpack <laughs> like, I, like, I, like I, I really thought i killed that but all right i guess i gotta show you now so he got these fucking and out of nowhere these fucking mechanical ass wings yo that shit threw me i was like <laughs> bruh what the f- what is this what is this <laughs> and you know you gotta do the whole like ask the question who am I? The, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty much that's that's Naomi. Fun, like really fun. It shot it shot beautifully. Uh, yeah, you know the, the characters bounce off each other very very well. Um, let me think. Um, they, also they just like, real quick. Go ahead, go ahead. I the the whole. The whole thing that them actually for a second even consider believing that it was a stunt when actual property was damaged. Yeah. Like, bro, that didn't make no sense. 
Do you know how many? Do you know how many contracts you would have to make to not only like the city but all of the different business owners to be like, right. hey, we're staging some shit. Um, t- months of paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> and Lord. the fact that it's ran, the fact that it was random and people literally could have died. Like, exactly. Exactly. Staged. <laughs> fake. Fake and gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> only thing is like I um, when it comes to like big like sci fi like sci fi shit like I like them to be like two hours long like I mm. I, I hoped I hoped Miss Ava was gonna give us like a two hour um season opener because like yeah but I do love the fact that like they're only giving us just enough to, to keep us like to keep us hooked to come back next week mm. so because right, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely will be watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, we will definitely be keeping up with Naomi, um, mm-hmm. un- un- until all the other girls come back with their little shows because um, <laughs> um, y- Young Justice is on hiatus until um, is it March? I think yeah, March. Till, yeah, spring. Oh shit! Um, we did not we did not cover the very last the 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 mid season finale. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So all right, so we'll we'll give that to you next week, mm-hmm. um, cause shit shit was fucking wild. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, well, Naomi, um, Batwoman maybe. Batwoman's because I, <laughs> I I I know I I know I know Dre is like girl, you 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 asking a lot for me. But <laughs> if, the, if the episode be slap, if the episode slap. If, mm-hmm. Like if like if they have, like if niggas be wild as much as the next episode like like I I might I I, I might give them the nudge and, yeah you might give know, me to watch it yeah, yeah. My, my, might give you the nudge because you know I just like the the because like this it's just the fact that there are two superhero TV shows on on right now both mm-hmm. with black dark skinned black female leads is revolutionary wild. Child. it's it. fucking wild I never thought I would see the day so yeah. I, I do do want to promote those as much as much as possible, um. Yeah, yeah. That that that's that's kind of it for the no cap recap. Um, we're gonna take another break, and we will be right back. All right, and we're back. We are back with another sample platter. So uh, this week we're picking songs from artists that um, we need music from. Like we need the bops, we need the snaps, we need the goops, the gags. Like we need, we need. Um, please, like respectfully, like give us all of the um, the feely, feely bop tunes to to throw ass and uh, widen mouth to. <laughs> uh, so please, yes. and cry too. Yes. Most importantly, so I'm gonna I'm kick things off. Um, kick things off first. I go that I don't hear a lot. Uh, I don't hear a lot of y'all talk about. Um, I love me some Jasmine Sullivan. Listen, she is the queen. She is the queen. But I would love us to also recognize an, another amazing black female vocalist that was um was kind of on on the come up around the same time as Jasmine Sullivan. And that girl is Melanie Fiona. Melanie motherfucking Fiona. Um, yes, God. 
sets up a vocal clinic whenever she blesses the mic. Um, and this, the song I picked is the wrong side of a love song. Where were you when I needed a friend? Like, she started the song off with that. Bitch, nah. <laughs> and I think she performed at the BET Awards. I don't know, but like I think they I think they cut to Beyonce when she was singing. Like it was Beyonce and Jay-Z, and she was like, and I don't wanna be without ya. Cause I can hardly breathe without ya. This is what it feels to be the one that left behind. That's a second ass woman. Oh my God. Who Savior? You wanna make me cry? I was like, girl, what the fuck? Uh, Mm. mm. Yeah, please. Help, please, please. We need it. We need (laughs) need it. All right, Dre, come on. Yes, um, I think if you know me, you know who the first person is going to be because... No, Mary J. Blige dropped some heat with, with DJ Khaled. Oh, no, no, not Murray. Feel not amazing. Murray. Um, feel amazing. Feel, a, feel amazing. Song. And, you know, a lot of people shit on that song. What? Actually, like, I what? Who? Who? Whomst? Yeah, because of DJ Whomst? Khaled. It's um, like like quite a few people. Fifty year old aunties want to like put on stunner shades and like act like rappers too. Okay. And nigga, I enjoyed every minute of it. Don't sleep. <laughs> but um, the person I'm talking about is somebody who I would very much enjoy a studio album from. And it's been quite a few years. Um, coming up on six to be exact. Um, hmm. well, she did release a joint one with her husband. But, um, yeah. Okay, so, the <laughs> the one I'm talking about is Beyonce. Beyonce. Bianca. Bianchi. You know, she's done music where she's, you know, uh, you know, the she Lion King soundtrack. She gave us Black as King. That, that, is a Beyonce, that is a Beyonce. She gave us album, Black as King. I agree. I agree. But it's, it's, it's because, you know, it's, it was like an offshoot of. The Lion King soundtrack, you know, it was like it, it was a it, it was a, a spinoff Beyonce mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want like just pure, yeah. <laughs> it was. Let's if be clear. Beyonce's I still... life were an anime, like Blackest King would be a filler episode. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Let me let me make clear. I still play Blackest King because Blackest King okay. is that All right. girl. So hey, is hey, hey, uh, no shape. Bleach look, got the be- like. I I pick a bleach filler arc over a regular episode of Naruto. See, okay, see, yeah, the girls can the girls be doing it. It's just that you know they were, yeah. But what I will say is that she has been giving us music. You know, it's been you know 
offshoots of films or whatever. But I really want a studio. So it was Beyonce like, no, no, please, no, 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 no. I know, I, nigga, I, I know you picked a fight with the Barb's the other night. Like, do, do not upset the Beehive, please. We won't survive. We won't survive. We, because Beyonce is actually perfect. We won't survive. <laughs> And um, I am hoping that this year the behydration um, is over. The bee drought. And we will be getting an album. So so the uh, song I'm going to play is actually the latest song she's released. And it's so fucking good. If this doesn't win the Oscar, I'm just just not... I'm not fucking playing. The song I'm going to play is called Be Alive. It's from the King Richard soundtrack. The path was never made with Nigga, when she gets into that low of, it feels so, like, yo, Beyonce has been using her lower register, like, so much as of late, and let me tell you, it is so rich, and silky, and sultry, and beautiful, nigga, like, she is at home in that register, like, and then she brings in the highs, you know, the highlight everything, but she's at home in that lower register, it's so beautiful and the way she sang on that song like she's convinced me that she's just so happy and grateful to be alive it's just my god that is a singing ass woman and i want new beyonce me i want here's the thing we got 20s beyonce we got 30s beyonce i want 40s beyonce now i want 40s beyonce music I want to hear Beyonce in her 40s. I just holding hear a 40, holding a fofo. Nigga, I know it's gonna be good. So yes, Beyonce, please, if you're listening, because I know you do. Um, right. <laughs> we need it, girl. We need it. Um, Lola, what you got next? Who I have next is an R&B artist who you know she like she drops city bops like like the girlies know who she is, but she doesn't get nearly as much praise as she should probably because there isn't a fucking huge music label exec like pulling the strings that girl is victoria monet mm. um, i love me some coasting I, I love me that song love it but uh today i'm gonna play um something a little bit more sensual touch me oh
It is very. Can I just say this real quick? It is a very. It's not very rare, but I'll say it in my experience. It's rare that people who make hits, certified hits, for other people, make music just as good for themselves. Victoria Monet makes music just as good and better than she does for other people for herself. Bar none. Mm. Bar none. She's a star. And when you rock them short nails, that's low-key sentimental. They keep them cut, though, so there ain't no incidentals. Come on. <laughs> Remix with Kehlani. Lord. And got a whole ass baby daddy. If if you didn't know by now, this mother is very <laughs> bisexual. <laughs> and we live for it. <laughs> My lord. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right, what you got next? Yes, my next one is my other king, one that you've made fun of, but I will not let it stand. Oh. Frank Ocean. And um, listen, I thought he was gonna say Giveon because like like I will continue to make fun of him. Oh God, no! How you cheat no, on no, Justine no, no. Scott and then when she calls you out on it, be like, like you're an why? Idiot. Like, are you trying to ruin me, nigga? L- l- Bye. <laughs> Bye. British accent too. Um, But no, uh, Frank Ocean. We've been in a Frank hydration, Frank, Frank dehydration since 2016. It's been six years. And unlike Beyonce, you know, Frank has not released nearly as much music as Beyonce has since her last studio album. It'll be some like random like. Um, It'll be like the most random ass song. It's yeah, so fucking yeah. random. And and like your fa- the fans are like, okay, nigga, so like, can we get more or like, what is this? But like, are you are you gonna go into hiding again for another six months? What I will say is like, you know, um, shout out to Frank, R.I.P. to his brother because you know mm-hmm. him, his brother yeah. dying recently, definitely a big part of that. So definitely prayers up to him for that. Um, but I just cannot get over how much I love Frank's music and how much it's done for me, and I just want more. So the song I'm going to play is uh, honestly one of the most popular songs. And I don't care. It's popular because it's good. Um, it's Nights from the Blonde album. So let's go. Dropping baby off at home before my night shit. You know I can't hear nothing, spend the night shit. Cool by y'all shit. Wanna see Nirvana, but don't wanna die. Yeah. Wanna feel it now, I don't come by. Fuck me, I can buy shit. Know them boys wanna see me broke down shit. Bumped out and shit. Stressed out and shit. That's every day shit. Shut the fuck What I love about Frank's music is like, <laughs> this shit just be like stream of conscious shit. And it just be it just be so fun to quote like round the city, round the clock, smoke. Everybody needs you. <laughs> Do we have that? <laughs> but I want to say also, nigga, the the uh, the beat change, the motherfucking beat change on nights from the first section to the second, legendary shit, legendary shit. Every Frank fan you talk to will tell you that that fucking switch up niggas niggas didn't know that um you could get better than pyramids with the switch up but when he released nights 
I, I was still big like, yeah, pyramids yeah. overnights. I'm sorry, baby. It's I'm just, sorry, and it's and just a, interesting. A like, I, I thought nostalgia. you uh, when you were like, "Oh, I know everybody. Every Frank person knows this. It's the most popular one." I, I could have swore you were gonna say Novocaine because that one got radio play. Yeah. Oh, oh, that yeah, was that was the I'm, that I'm was the first song um, I heard I'd ever heard from Frank Ocean. And I actually like I, I I could like I like like the song was good, but it wasn't like great in my opinion. Like I didn't I wasn't rocking with it mm-hmm. too much. It was only when I got into like his like other stuff, like his um nostalgia ultra stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm really feeling yeah. it. Yeah, I, I thought you were gonna I honestly thought you were gonna go with Novocaine instead of Nights. Oh nah, like even if you go on streaming, like one of his top songs is Nights. Oh, okay. Like niggas love playing Nights. Name me to the game, um, uh, you to <laughs> That's another good song. Um, you don't taste it's, how it's just you so, It's just so fucking funny. Frank's music is so funny sometimes. <laughs> so, just... That whack-a-mole ass song. But anyway, yeah. So Frank, please stop fucking playing and release something. Like, I get it. You're an artist and you take your time. But my God, fam, we know you got some shit in the vault. Anyway. We need that. I stand. All right, and my last song. My last song is from uh, DMV native, DC native, African, African, uh, Ethiopian queen. Blink and you'll miss it, but like, you know, she she has uh, made music with the best of them. Like Solange knows her, she checks up on her <laughs> every now um, and then. Uh huh. The shit she makes just so ethereal, ethereal, and just like makes you like f- just flips your whole mode. Like I didn't know music could sound like mm. this and just make me feel this this way. And it's Kalela. Of course it is. Of course. With blue light. I'm like, like what? Are you kidding me? (laughs) She, a lot of people just don't know who she be. You know what I'm saying? They be playing with her name. Like playing with her name. Like how do you not know who Kalayla is? Like let me know. But oh, by the way, like she recently just got uh, control back of her Twitter account because she's been locked out for like, like, like how long? Like over a year at that point. So I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So shout out to her for getting that shit back finally. For me. <laughs> for me. Although I've hardened, darling, my guard is down. When I know you're around, only one that fit the crown. Nick, bitch. My God. Ah! Come back, please. <laughs> Watch her just be like, she, like she's just been chilling in Southeast this whole time. 
It's like, yeah, it's, it, it's COVID and all y'all niggas are gross and disgusting and unpasteurized and I can't be bothered. So, I don't blame you, girl. Just at home, eat some beef tips and goat cheese and mind her business. I haven't been to an Ethiopian restaurant in a minute. Yeah, it was like two years for me at this point. Mm, the spongy bread, ooh. The, the, the fact that BoJack Horseman, like, like, gave it up for Ethiopian food, like, out of nowhere. <laughs> so, yeah, girl, you, y'all know. Like, y'all know. Um, <laughs> uh, you got one more? Yes, Trent? I have one, one more. more. And um, <sighs> this artist is um special to me. This artist is just like, how do I describe this nigga? Um, like rapping so funk weird alternative like he's just so like he's like a hip-hop soul electro funk nigga like he's just he's just so i just i just love i just love his goddamn music it's so good um keep describing him i want to see if i can guess who he is okay um he is like a nigga who sings while he raps he's very melodic um he he has bantu knots kind of like uh, in his in well i don't know if he has it right now but in his album covers he always has some woman doing his hair um hmm. he's from st louis oh well (laughs) earth gang no um he he's definitely uh, he definitely be fucking with niggas like jid um if you know who that was uh saba no name is it sir no you're getting close, but yeah, no. Fuck it. Go, go, um, right, who, who is it? It's Smino. Oh, Smino. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Smino, like, his, it's just, his music is so good. And the song that I'm going to play, because, like, the last album that he released was back in eight, 2018. It was called Noir. Love that album, by the way. Um, So the song I'm going to play from him is called Clink. There we go. Sit on this candy paint, dick low in life any mate. Flip on she dream of trapping mate. Me and my main bitch cackling. Must be off that white like Catherine. Or Susan, cruising in your suit. Damn, two holy, why you need two? Damn, I put 85 on my coop. Damn, I put sail around on my coop. Man, Smino, like, you know, like the, the, the shit that they give Young Thug for being a melodic rapper? It's, it, what niggas really try to act like, uh, Young Thug is is what Smino actually is to me. So, but that's just me. Who am I? You know, yeah, like Young Th- Young Thug is um, good, but like he'll he'll give you a good flow on one song, and then the next song he will be all over the all it. over the fucking place. Yeah, like yep. yeah, he just won't give a goddamn. But yeah, no, but I do like um, Smino. Um, I like I yeah. like him on Doja Cat's song. Uh, won't bite. Yeah. He's, yes. <laughs> Yes. And if you if you haven't gotten into his solo work, please get into it because that nigga gives. That nigga gives. All right, that wraps up our baby comeback playlist. We're gonna take a break, and we will be right back. Right, and we are back, and now it's time to scrape the plate. 
What, what y'all think about that 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 cute little uh, that cute little sound bite? I say what I say. <laughs> I love. Script the play. <laughs> Script the play. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. Scrape the plate. <laughs> All right. <let's> <laughs> All right. Uh, serious face. So we we get we getting into some sh- into some shit. All right. <clears throat> and this is uh, from the New York Post. Busted smoke alarms, broken ovens, mold, and male fact. Eh, let me restart. Busted smoke alarms, broken ovens, mold, and malfunctioning exhaust fans. Those are among the horrors identified by city inspectors during recent reviews of apartments in a Bronx housing tower before it became the scene of the deadliest fire in a generation in New York City, records reviewed by The Post show. At least 17 people, including 8 children, perished Sunday after a space heater sparked a fire that flooded the 19-story complex at 333 East First, um, one first eighty first Street with deadly smoke. No, excuse me, um, three 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 East one hundred eighty first Street with deadly smoke. The decrepit conditions were documented and ordered fixed by the New York City Housing Authority, which was tasked by federal regulations with inspecting twelve of the one hundred and twenty units in the building because it provided those tenants with rent vouchers. When I was when I moved here 30 years ago, the building was nice. For the last five years, the maintenance has been lousy, said 69-year-old uh, Tysina Jacobs, who lives on the 15th floor. The building is full of rats and mice. The smell of dead rats was so overpowering you couldn't breathe. Five of the apartments, nearly half of those checked, failed NYCHA's inspections, which took place between 2019 and 2021. Two of the units were on the third floor. The same as the apartment where the fire, sparked by a space heater, broke out. In Unit 3M, NYCHA's inspection found no smoke or carbon monoxide detectors. The living room door's plates were broken, as was the storage cabinet, while mold was growing on the ceiling and there was evidence of lead in the paint of a hallway wall. The agency offered the family a transfer in September 2021 when the landlord failed to fix most of the problems for two months after the July inspection. A representative for the landlord said the company did replace the smoke detector shortly after NYCHA's visit. Down the hall in 3L, NYCHA's review in July uncovered a broken oven and several rooms without a required smoke detector. Records show the landlord certified the repairs were made in November. A third apartment was on the 15th floor, which Fire Commissioner Dan Negro said was flooded by choking smoke in part because several doors malfunctioned and failed to self-close as is required by law. There, in 15N, inspectors found the smoke detector was missing its battery. A representative for the landlord said in a statement the issue was fixed that same month, but NYCHA did not certify the repair was completed until November. Overall, the records show that NYCHA eventually signed off on the repairs to four of the five units. However, tenants said that often problems would persist or quickly reappear. Anytime we complained the smoke alarms in our apartment didn't work, 
They would take weeks to come and fix them, said 17-year-old Francisco Javier, who lives on the ninth floor with his sister, Gabriela. Even when they fixed the smoke alarms, it wouldn't be long until they broke again. The, fi the findings are the latest evidence of the toll that years of apparent mismanagement and disinvestment took on the high-rise, which was heralded upon its completion in the early 1970s as a future model for low- and middle-income in middle housing projects. Our oven didn't work, and you could smell gas when it was on, so we removed their oven and replaced it with our own, said Jeannie Torres, 38, whose 12- floor apartment was not among those NYCHA was required to inspect, but told the Post the problems identified by the agency's rev reviews were widespread. They put me on a waiting list, and I was worried it was dangerous, so I couldn't wait, she said. She added, The Post previously revealed that inspectors from another city agency, the Department of Housing Pre Preservation and Development, busted the building six times in recent years for failing to keep the tower self-closing doors in working order. Attorney General Letitia James vowed to probe the blaze and if neglect contributed to it when addressing mourners this week. Yo, <clears throat> I'm almost done. I will also use the law both as a sword and as a shield to get to the bottom of this fire, she told the crowd. There's a lesson to be learned about the neglect of government, she added, and there's a lesson to be learned about why this continues to happen in this corner of the Bronx. The building was purchased by a firm controlled by real estate magnate Ruben Strong in 2013, who received nearly $25 million in state financing to pay for repairs and renovations at the Twin Parks Northwest, Northwest Complex, which also includes two other apartment buildings. Schron sold all three buildings to a consortium of investors in December 2019 that includes Rick Gropper, who was a member of the housing committee for Mayor Eric Adams' transition. Since the moment we took over the property, we have worked tirelessly to improve conditions for our residents, said a spokesperson for the current ownership group. We are cooperating fully with the fire department and other city agencies as they investigate the cause of this tragic fire, and we are all doing all we can to assist our residents. Sharon did not respond to a message seeking comment. Yeah, this is a complete fucking disaster. Like, un like unspeakable. Like, um, I have been, um, I've I've been grateful to have, um. To have, have a land, landlord that is, you know, understandable and like is very is very attentive to things, and um, you know, understands that you know we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic, and regardless of pandemic or no, like understands that um, living, you know, um, what needs to be done in in order to maintain like proper living conditions, but that is not the case around the country, like across the country, um, especially in not in this situation. I. What the fuck? I want to say that I want to say something. As someone who's lived in New York City, city apartments in different boroughs, this honestly, I was just waiting for some shit like this to happen. It's not mm -hmm. surprising. Um, landlords, if you don't have a landlord, you'll have a you'll have a landlord that is working with a company that they hire to like take care of everything. Either way, they do literally the minimum. The minimum. And because there's so little oversight in New York City, specifically when it comes to, like, lower-income housing, people just... People will ignore complaints about rodents, about heat, huh. about water, 
all these things for literal years and nothing will be years. done. Years. Years. It'll just be ignored. And you just got to learn to live with it. I've had um, people um, I know living in New York City who've had to, like, for months uh, go and get, like, water from, like, somebody else that they know who has running water because their apartment just has not has has not had running water for months. And they can't do anything about it because these people, they will get complaints and they'll ignore them. And the housing authority doesn't do anything about it. Um, I've lived in apartments in New York City that have had rats, that have uh, had uh, no ceiling, like no proper ceiling on the window. So in the winter, Mm. like you just have to have space heaters and shit to keep yourself warm because the the heat will only come on at certain times. Mm -hmm. Um. It's just disgusting. And also, like, there's this thing. And I know this is part to do with it. In New York City, it is very, very difficult to um, evict someone as a landlord or as, like, a a company that's taking care of a building. It takes months and months and months to evict somebody from an apartment in New York City. So um, there's always been this thing where because it takes so long... Landlords will try to force you out by doing bullshit. Nothing. Nothing. Not not, not like not fixing shit. Not exactly. Shit. Which they can. They're not supposed to do, but they they're not legally allowed to. But they'll do it because once again, there is no oversight on the complaints that people file against landlords and against companies. So the fact that this happened, the fact that there's been so many families trying to keep this has been a cold winter. And the fact that there's been so many families who've had to resort to space heaters and all these other mm-hmm. things to keep warm, I was like, nigga, th- this type of shit is just its just an accident waiting to happen. And unfortunately, it happened. And it killed kids. It killed a whole bunch of people. And it, it, it's, it's, it's disheartening. 17 people. 17 people. Children. Disgusting. Disgusting. And, you, and, 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 and the, the fact that some, like, it, it, it's always got to be some loud fire that kills a whole bunch of people before any fucking um, important investigations go down. And also, listen, the, the, the fact that the mayor tried to, the new mayor, which, by the way, yo, you've been in for, what's today? 14 days. People hate you. People How'd that work? hate you. How'd that work? You've been in for 14 years, and the fact that you tried to blame it on the tenants as opposed to the landlords who have not been doing wow. their job, you, nigga, you were wild. Literally paid millions of dollars the- to maintain their properties properly. Oh, Lord. New York City needs a whole overhaul. Because as much as people like to act like New York City is this liberal bastion, there are so <laughs> many disgusting practices that happen there that other places in the country be like, girl, what? Like, no. Like, y'all see those small-ass apartments that are $1,800? That's the tip of the goddamn iceberg. Like, I can't, yo. Like, like this is so disgusting. And, like, and on top, like even if we weren't in a pandemic, like, the fact that this shit has still been going on, has been going on regardless. And, now, and now that um, people are forced to, to stay home long at, for long periods of time, can't like can't go outside, so they're they're stuck, you know, living in like absolute filth. Can you imagine what that does, some uh, like like to somebody's mental mental health. Man, they they gotta do they gotta work from home, but like the, their home is like falling the fuck apart. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, it's it's gross. It's disgusting. Um, yeah, 
so yeah so fuck them sleazy ass landlords Mm -hmm. like absolute garbage like i like i i don't like i don't see jail as like a you know instant solution but like you know just like like, use all that extra money y'all y'all spend on like cops to like you know plan their assholes and you know like do mental health and build a whole top build a whole new jail since y'all love building jail so much and drop it on these niggas (laughs) period um but yeah um uh thoughts and prayers go out to um go out to that family the, the, the the families of the people affected um yeah that's that's fucking bullshit um one more thing, and I'll let Dre get get to his thing, his other thing. Um, yeah, um, a teammate um, on uh, my rugby team um, passed away recently. Um, Andy Gomez. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna go into de- details of you know you know what happened, but he like he he did pass away um, recently, and you know I just wanted to give a rest in power to uh, Andy Gomez. Um, really bright light in the like on the team um i will admit i didn't i didn't know him that much that well but uh, whenever he came to practice he was uh, like always you know like ready to like you know throw down you know uh, like you know he seemed really happy whenever he, he was playing um yeah it was yeah he was all, always always a fun person to be around um yeah i i was um i was going through my videos so i was like shit i um one day I actually recorded a video from us, like when we were practicing and, um, and it just hit me. I was like, Oh shit, maybe like, let me, let me see if he's in it. And I saw it. Um, and there he was. Yeah. There, there, there he was just, um, you know, enjoying himself, having a really good time. So I, um, I set, sent the video to, uh, the board, um, and just like sent to his family. So yeah. Um, rest in peace, Andy Gomez. Yeah. You will be missed. Um, yeah. Um, so sw- switching gears, uh, <laughs> Dre asked me to like we we were we were gonna we were gonna cover this um, earlier, but it was like oh let let's let's move it to the let let's move it to the other like, later on. Let's let's move it to now because uh, yeah yeah it, it it fits it 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 fits more here. So um so um Kendrick Lamar, Dave Free and South Park creators Matt Stone and Trey Parker are producing a new live action comedy movie. The film written by Vernon Chapman will be distributed by Paramount Pictures and will stream on Paramount Plus. The film will depict the past and present coming to a head when a young black man why is black in in parentheses? Like, like, like not black, like, like, the, no, like the letter. Like, it's like, it's like a uppercase B in like parentheses. Anyway, a young black man <laughs> who is interning as a slave reenactor at a living history museum discovers that his white girlfriend's ancestors once owned his. All my life, I has to fight, nigga. nigga. <laughs> Often, like, die. Also, another nigga we have uh, we haven't heard from artistically in a while, but like the next time we see you, it's with the weird ass white motherfuckers from South Park who, who have made every single last disgusting offensive joke 
like like sis had re- like Reddit like basic like their show gave birth to Reddit like <laughs> like these the motherfuckers you want to hook up with to make a fucking comedy wasn't no black comics oh, available Lord. to do this shit to provide some actual commentary on this bullshit I think that's what's getting to me like these niggas are animators and you're producing a live action thing so you went to niggas who are mostly animators like. Was Aaron okay. Magruder busy? Like, bro, like, are you kidding me? God damn it! Like, I would. First of all, it would be. It, I would be annoyed with it no matter what. But I would be a little bit more, like, willing to hear a little bit more about it if Aaron Magruder was there. Because maybe I would have been like, okay, well, maybe there's something behind it. But you got them two niggas. No. No. Was Larry Wilmore? Bi- I mean, I mean, I, I mean, clearly Larry Wilmore is always busy. Yes. But what? He didn't have time for this shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, the God. fact that Kendrick Lamar, like, they did a whole like Blackish did a whole like commercial where they were like saying to Kendrick Lamar's song, none of them niggas you couldn't hit up. You hitting up the, these two white motherfuckers for this goddamn comedy show about some fucking black. <laughs> and, and what the fuck is a fucking slavery enactor? Like, is that a thing that we don't know about? Like, is that an actual thing that's happening? Like, what? And my thing, and my thing is like, um, white people like coming to terms with their like shitty past. Like, that's so like base level for me. It's so base level. Like, when it comes to like black media and like comedy and shit, there are so many more interesting stories that are coming from like what we're doing. Like, not even just now, but like in the past. Like the fact the fact that um the fact that Lovecraft Country like gave us depictions of queer black people in the nineteen fifties. Beautiful. Like there's more interesting shit going on in black people's lives than a fucking coon ass nigga like like being being an intern slavery enactor and like realizing his fucking white girlfriend like might be a little fucking racist. Like that shit is boring. That's some twenty fifteen shit. Like we're in twenty twenty two. Like, can you come up with something else? Can you come up with something else? Because I'm bored. Jesus Christ. I just don't know what my nigga was thinking. Uh, Kendrick has been leaning more to the hotep slash, um, like, Christian hotep. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like, like, fuck Whitey, but also, like, I I really need them to accept me. Yeah. And, like, you know... Mm. Yes, fuck white supremacy, but you know we're also all human beings. Um, you know, I mean, I mean the 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 fact that um, that line in complexion is like he says like I like I've been a good field nigga like I made I made a flower out of out of cotton just to chill with you like I thought that was like I thought that was that was like very I almost thought that was like sarcastic in nature, but like he really meant that shit. He was like, oh, I, I really really want to hang out with you white people. Like I really, really want to hang out with y'all, and not just not and not just like, like not just anyway, but like I, I could like Seth Rogen maybe maybe I could see maybe possibly I could see it, but fucking the fucking South Park motherfuckers, like this is almost as bad as Killer. I mean he loves some he like Kendrick loves some some Killer Mike, but the fact this this oh is giving like god. this is giving like Killer Mike. Oh my god! Goes out his way to suck Bill Maher's dick. Oh my god! That that's what this is giving. 
Yo, why is everybody so fucking disappointing? Like, this is not... I mean, not everyone, just specifically cishet male rappers. Yes, yeah, yeah. Cishet male rappers will always let you down. Because they always, like... Because they, again, once again, they're they're a jump skipping away from, from, you know, being a white man. But, like, the only thing that's keeping them from, you know... Like they got the they got the white wife they got the white in laws. Oh my god! All I was missing is like the white. What kills me is that like Kendrick's um Kendrick's wife is like she. I mean, well, like she's black. Like she's not like. I mean, she looks like a black version of a Kardashian, but it's just like it's just. Like, <laughs> even the ones, even the ones that be marrying that be marrying black women, like be out here like super cool and like fucking like Terry Crews. Oh God, um, child! If we even get started on that nigga. Oh my! Just all of them, just like. Get a fucking life. And just to create, like, it, it's just so tragic. Because niggas really be very, very, like, super, super fucking creative. But at the end of the day, it's like, at the end of the day, like, they can't get over, like, being obsessed with these white people. And, like, w- wanted to be, like, in, in, tape, in tables with them and, like, you know, like, rubbing shoulders and shit. You hate to see it. And it's neither wrong with like you know collaborating with like people who are actually like respectful, but it's just like like the fact that like you go out of your way to be obsessed with like like you know wanting to be all up in the white white dude space, like bro, have some fucking self respect. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little, and it's not like it's a scarcity. It's not like in like it's not like in like the early two thousands, like when they started like chopping all these like black shows and whatever. Like like we have like as as much as he. As much as he makes my eyes roll, we we got fucking um, Kenya Barris. We got like we got Larry Wilmore. We got Aaron Magruder. We like we we got um, he makes my eyes roll too. But we got Kevin Hart. Eh, we all got Kevin Hart. Like the fact there were so many other black comic black comedians that are actually doing good shit, dope shit. Like he couldn't have hit up, he couldn't have hit up the niggas from Grand Crew or the niggas from what's that Comedy Central show about the repo dudes. I don't know why. I feel, uh, uh, South Side. Yeah. None of them. You you gonna go to the fucking South Park, motherfuckers? I'm tired. Bye. <laughs> um. What else? Um. So. Like it really hurts my heart to say. Like I never thought that I would feel this feel so bad about um having to move on from a Jamaican restaurant because it's um like for for one that serves better food because it, it almost feels like slapping an elderly relative in the face mm. open-handed it's just like um but the other day bitch when I, I i went um i happened across a wonderful caribbean restaurant when i tell you that like the plantain was all was sweet every piece of plantain was so sweet mm. the beef patties were hitting mm. and they had jerk wings like I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm trying to finish this up so I can cause cause like I still got a, cu- a couple yeah. left that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like snack on them like as we get off like shut up fucking helicopters <laughs> whoever you looking for they in Cuba now <laughs> Jesus <laughs> um but yeah um this new place, like, yeah, the food, and, like, small, a smaller, like, no, 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 it's about the same, but, yeah, and, like, pretty, like, like, you know, they, they all had, like, painted, like, the color, colors of the Jamaican flag, like, they had, like, a, a whole theme going there, 
and and like and like the lady when she when she gave me the tray of wings, like she she put the wings in, she poured some sauce into the container, and then she gave me an extra thing of sauce to take with me. I was like, "Ma'am, thank you so much." Because <laughs> <laughs> like I I, at first, I just come in because like um I was being fat because I just had like a like a um. Um, I just come from Popeyes. I had like uh, like the, the the five piece tenders with um, two two sides of uh, red beans and rice and um, <laughs> uh, biscuit, and I had like the new mac and cheese, which was actually pretty good. And then I was like, shit, I I'm still kind of hungry because like, I just come from the gym because I just like you know like went all out. And I was like, I kind of want some plantains and like a beef patty. And so I, and I, I was like, oh shit, there's a place there. And I was like, I was only going in there for the beef patty and the plantains. <laughs> But when I saw them, like I, the wings were just sitting there staring at me, like yeah. I want to mark this day. This yeah, is this nigga. let's mark oh, this man. day. Let's mark this day. This is the day that Lorenzo said plantains, and I will not forget it. Wow. Anyway, you know what? Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, it's just very hard for me to move on because you know, even though, even though, like the the first place is like closer by. But you know, thing, things that are things that are easy to come by are not always for you. You know, sometimes you got to go out of your way for for the goodness, mm-hmm. and that that's um, you know that's a less that's a lesson that I I'm I'm ready to learn in life, you know, like, like, <laughs> like, like 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 the Burger King receipt receipt. Learn, Zoe. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Um, I'm not I'm not gonna put, I'm not gonna put their names out there and bla- and put them on blast like that. But- oh, one more thing. One more thing. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put it I'm not gonna put their name out there like that. Like the tweet that you sent in the group chat about the nigga who like Ciao. on the third date wanted to like, was out here rearranging this nigga's uh, apartment and shit and was surprised that he ain't hear, hear back. <laughs> nigga, fuck you. Right. Who the fuck are you? In what world do you think that's in appropriate? What motherfucking world? Oh my god. I don't I don't know you. <laughs> I've barely you are still a stranger to me. <laughs> exactly. But I'm, I'm, I'm supposed like I'm, I'm supposed to go all property brothers on my shit just to make you feel better. Get the fuck out of my face. Nigga, talk about oh the TV's <laughs> on the south wall, the, the chairs on the east wall. Okay, nigga. No one gives a fuck about your feng shui, nigga. Nobody. Nobody. Bye. That was weird as hell, bro. Mm. And I don't think he knows that. I think that's the problem. He don't. He don't. Yeah, know that. that's the problem. Oh my god. Anyway. Um, Dre, where can they find you? Yes, I am on Twitter at Exhibit Dre, and I am on Instagram at Exhibit underscore Dre. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lolo Von Z. That is L-O-L-O-V-O-N-Z. Thank you so much for coming to another delicious plate of Big Boy Brunch. Check, please.